What's up and welcome to episode 66 of How Not To Summon A Podcast. I'm Shidi Senpai and this week I'm joined by the man who got very excited when he saw there were feet, Jim. It was a lot of feet, I'm not going to lie, it's canon. And that guy who would have loved this person as his teacher, Grayson. You're fucking right. What's up Scooby Gang? And this week we are doing the movie Garden of Words. So the genre, the genre of Garden of Words. Shout out to Makoto Shinkai once again, by the way, um, before we even start. This guy is just phenomenal. I don't think we're going to do any movies except Ghibli, which we hate, and this guy, which we like. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our two movie choices. If How? it's not by Ghibli or fucking him, I like the fuck choice off. of extremes here. <laughs> good bad, good H- bad. How many times can one man just nail it? I think it's because he chooses, he handpicks projects. He doesn't bang them out like Ghibli does, and he's not ripping anything off. He's just like, I've got an idea. Make it look pretty, and we'll sort out the yeah. rest. See, the key is with Makoto Shinkai, um, who directed this, obviously, um, doesn't just direct these films. This was written by Makoto Shinkai as well. The same as every single film he does, he writes them, or at least co writes them. The stories, in most of them, fucking amazing. And if not, yeah. even then, they're still good. Yes. But you know what sells these movies for me? The art? The fucking soundtrack, man. The soundtracks as well, Every yeah. single one of them are fucking... Like, I love the art, the art styles as well. Yeah, like, Weathering yeah. with You. Your the, name like, soundtrack has me all the time. Excellent, right? Like, weathering Absolutely. with You. Oh, the, oh. The, 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 the artwork That's what I mean. and the sounds. You remember and... them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think his quality is... I think we've said this before... He takes real life situations and the way uh, feelings of the world and puts them into he's a deep. movie. Yeah. He's really deep. He does take just emotions, feelings, problems, and he just crushes them into a film and gives them. They're digestible. Yeah. You, you understand what this he's trying to This is a short movie, across. but it was still fucking. That's brave as well. Putting a movie yeah, yeah. under an hour, let alone fucking the 40 minutes that this is, that's yeah. a brave fucking move yeah. to charge people movie prices. But you know what? It's the right decision. Absolutely. 100%. Don't, don't pad shit out. No, because it was perfectly timed. Yeah, you put in it what it needs. He did that. It's the right move. We there's respect a, there's, that. There's a few things, and I'll highlight them as we go through, the, the certain style choices he made that, that I picked out. I'm going to sort out the elephant in the room before we go any further. The elephant foot in the room. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I feel like this is going to be a more serious one. So... Lee, off you go. <laughs> a- any 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 jokes that you want to put forward now? Feet uh, feet jokes no, before come up, going. I'll, come up. I'll tie them in. It's better when they're perfectly timed. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. No, I just want to get them out of the way because I'm like, it's not getting them out of the way. You know, it happens when they happen. <laughs> let well, it come natural. Yeah, no. Well, let Sheenie walk us through it, and then you know, when <laughs> tiptoe through the story, <laughs> you know, when we're one foot ahead, we'll uh, throw some jokes in. I love that there was a book of feet. <laughs> An entire book of feet. 
he he thought it was perfectly natural to ask a stranger to stand on a piece of paper so he can draw around her foot. Look, we'll get to it. Yeah, right? I know that. Right. <laughs> Jim, stay away from the walks. <laughs> stay away from every recreational oh, park. It's raining today. <laughs> I, I might go to the park. I, I wouldn't go to the walks. Do and I wouldn't massage. go in the. Do do the massage. <laughs> I certainly, I, like feet. <laughs> I certainly ain't going outside when it's raining, to be honest. Wet feet. <laughs> so, the studio that did this is Comics Wave Films. They're known for all of Makoto Shinkai's stuff. Five, five centimetres per second, your name, weathering with you. Say less, fam. He, he, They're onto a winner with him. They know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're the studio, you're Just like, when's if, your next thing? Yeah. When's your next thing? Uh, but heads up. He's got a new movie coming out end of this year, I believe. Or even sooner than that, actually. It might be within the next few months. Great, I'll get the tissues in. Um, it looks phenomenal. The trailer's out. Have a look at not it. Not for the reason you watch anime. <laughs> I mean, do you think? For, the, for the tears, <laughs> not the feet. two things. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's like, cry, 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 wank, wank, wank. <laughs> it's a sad story, but there's feet. One, ine- <laughs> one inevitably leads oh. to the other. Ooh, what, crying that? leads to wanking? I mean, it's lubrication, I guess. <laughs> Both results are salty. It's an interesting way to start this very serious film. <laughs> hey, I said it was going to be the complete opposite of Beyblade last week. I hope it is. We've so, got to get the jokes in early before so, we get yeah. into the movie. So, the, um, focusing on voice actors, there's only really two that you need to focus on. It's Takeo Akazuki. So, Takeo. It's voiced by Patrick Poole. Not known for major roles at all. Was the woman the person that voice acts Mika Sarakaman? Uh, so Yukari Yukono, the woman in it, is Maggie Fleckno. Maggie Fleckno is actually, we would recognise her from Kakagure. I knew I recognised her Yumemi Yumemiko in Kakagure. Who? Uh, so the Kakagure idol. is the gambling yes, one. Yes, the yeah. idol girl. I thought I was really going to love that. I was like, there's gambling involved. Yeah. Shit, I'm here. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. There's a woman that collects nails. That's that's literally her biggest thing. Um, there are other people in there. Um, so Matsumoto, one of his friends, Mike Yeager voiced him. He's the main protagonist in Log Horizon, the anime Log Horizon, Shiro. There's not massive voice actors in this no, what but, I did but, find no, there isn't in a lot of them though is but there? again he no. picks this is right. what I was going to say he picks them right it's a running theme with him he doesn't pick big names he picks the right voices for the right he's the exact opposite of Ghibli Ghibli picks like fucking yeah. huge Liam Hollywood Eason. names <laughs> Matt Damon to and do it a doesn't work <laughs> it really yeah. doesn't work no he je- I reckon the process for finding the voice actors whenever he brings a project out is thorough yeah, I reckon it's. I, reckon I think right, it's yeah. fucking hard to get a job in one of his films. And yeah. not only that, remember this is the dubbed version that we watched. Absolutely. So he must have picked oh, them. He even I guarantee you, his... he's got a hand in him. Yeah. Even yeah. if he doesn't know what they're saying, he's the yep. tone delivery. Yeah. Does does the voice look like that? Like normally, some animes they're like, "Oh, we'll just recycle some voices for the English dub versions." Yeah. yeah. This guy, it seems like he's like, "No, if we're dubbing it as well, it's going to be just as good." And we're going to pick the right people and for the are. right job. And they, they really, really are. are. They're not huge. Most of them actually like starred in um, another anime called Monster Mizume, which is just a stupid one. Fuck the sub-purists. Look. <laughs> I've got no complaints on either. If you I, like sub, you like sub. If you yeah, like dub, if you, you like, like it, dub. You like it, you like it. I don't mind. Like what you like. It's a sub-purist. Yeah. Sub oh, is what, better. the ones that hate you sub for watching better. dub. Sub yes. is better. It's but not better. You haven't watched the real one. Thing it's is, like, great. Oz- you haven't got laid yet. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thing is, right? I'll watch a sub if 
if it's not if it's dubbed, not dubbed, there's no chance of it being and, dubbed. Yeah, and I'm like, actually, I really want to see what this is like. I've watched a few like it. If you've got no choice, Kiss X. I've done it once. Uh, pe- <laughs> I watched the sub of that because there's no dub of that. I, I watched the sub. Yeah, for, for you obvious watch, you reasons. You watch it with the volume off anyway. <laughs> for, for obvious so reasons. It doesn't matter. Didn't need voice actors. <laughs> I played the Japanese version of Space Dandy on Android because it's only available in Japanese. Yeah. That's the closest I'll get. Arpe- I just, I, Arpeggio I, Blue Steel was mine. I watched that. It was the submarine one. Yeah. I, I, I just, I'll just say, I don't... Sub, sub. I'm not sub <laughs> sub. I have no interest in spending my entire time reading, reading no, rather I'm than right appreciating what's before me in the actual pictures. That's but the problem I one have. One should not be better than the other. They're both the same process. They are. Uh, yeah. Obviously, they do alter some of the words and phrases and whatnot that don't translate well. Yeah, as I get it. But as I don't think you lose the quality. No, the process yeah. is the same for selection. Yeah, As, as long, long as the voice long, actors are good. Yeah, as long as the voice actors are good, you're fine. Absolutely, 100%. So, ratings. Does anyone want to guess what IMDb gave this? Out of I 10? actually out of know. 10. I actually know. This 9. is not. 6. Th- yeah, this is not because I looked, but because when I was looking up the thing, I know it's a 7.5, it isn't is, it? Yeah, it's, it's only a 7.5. Yeah, I, they, I think they underappreciate this. Mm-hmm. I think they. I, Massively. I, re- I reckon it's shortness got it down a few. Possibly with, with but, m- movie purists. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Rotten Tomatoes did do this as well, out of 100%. Out of 100%. Mm. I think it was 85. 87. So it was 83. Mm. Um, It's one of the first times I think Rotten Tomatoes has been closer to the right thing. The thing is as well, I don't... Was that critics or audience? No, audience. Audience. That's audience. That's audience. Yeah, there wasn't actually a critics review of it. There was just an audience one. The audience. I would have. I would have thought the audience would have scored it more. If I'm honest with you. Again, movie purist, but I feel like this is a short movie. It's yeah, still a lot, a movie. It's an extended people, episode. I was going to say people might be that annoyed that it was over within 40 minutes to go. Uh, it weren't enough of it Why to give it 100. percent Just understand. Oh no, that. absolutely. But some people are like, I wanted more. Or, it's great I, wanting more. I want more space dandy. There's still only two seasons. Might, they might have upset people by not giving it a full conclusion at the end. Because um, some people are like that. Some people will go, I'm not happy because there wasn't a final answer. Well, as to don't what tell those people about soap operas. Fucking <laughs> hell, they'll get mad. But there's just like, people are like that. They're like, there isn't an ending. There wasn't a conclusion. I'm, I, there's so many left open questions. There's not. There's no open questions at the end Do of this. Do you know what I like about them, though? Because he's done it with almost all of them, except for, I think, maybe your name. I think they gave that an ending. No, didn't well, they, really? not really. They bumped into each other on the yeah, staircase, and that was it, yeah. wasn't it? It, it, it seems to be a Makoto like. thing, though. They, they bump into I each other. I like the end. that. I like the fact that you get to imprint your impression of the yeah. film as an ending. That's yes. what I was trying yeah. to say. That all of his movies end with you coming up with the ending. Yeah, like yeah. if you found two characters in a relationship because of the way you watch them, then at the end you can interpret that as that them being in a relationship. Yeah. If they're just yeah. friends, then you can interpret interpret it as just two friends finding each other again. Yeah. It's open, but it's not done badly where it annoys you. Yeah, absolutely. Should we jump into the film? Let's jump in. Yeah. Let's right. do this. So it opens with a big, a, th- <laughs> a big theme of this, rain. You get a lot of rain. Visually great as well. Like, not quite as crisp as Weathering With You. Um, was but the some of was that good. rain real? No, 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 it's all animated. It's all it's animated. The ones with the green leaves and How that. How do you record rain? It's, it's not. No, like, it was a picture of, like, a lake. 
No, oh, that's all. No, an- it's no, animated. it's all animated. Maybe it was just my eyes on it, but it looked like it wasn't animated. I was like, oh my god, this is like they, a, a, a they did real take a life. lot of time to animate the park and the rain very well. Not like Weathering with You, because Weathering with You was more colourful. Um, I'd say this this dullified the colours apart from green. I kind of like that. It was a very green and blue film. Yes, and I kind of like that. Yeah, it set the mood. Yeah, that was the job of the the colouring. And the staging. I'm not sure what that means. I, very I can appreciate green and that. blue film. No, the colour palette for this was very washed R- out. Rain, lakes. Very. There was no vibrancy in this I thought movie. it was going to be watercolour-esque. I thought it was, but there's no vibrancy in this movie. It's all, it's all. It's, it's kind of grayscale, but, but blue and green. Green. Mm. Massive. Even the clothing yeah. and everything is falls into those. Every now and then, standard like uniforms, grey uniforms, stuff like that. It's like fine, but grey uniforms, black suits. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that typifies that. Best way to say it. On his uniform, he has a red badge. It stands out. But it's it, uh, half a mile. No, but it's like. I think the mum was wearing a t-shirt. Like, it's a lower. It's yeah. a dulled red. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, there is no vibrant colours in this apart from the green, and the bits I, of blue. I think the the was it, I think it was the mum. Yes. Yeah. I think she wore a t-shirt with yellow on it. And I don't remember it because it stood out like half a mile against she's, everything. Yeah, that but was she's only in it for like green. literally a minute. Yeah. She seemed a lot like the character and the mum from... Orange. Orange. She seemed a lot like the mum from that. Just like... They mentioned the fact that she looked young because she's never... Oh, no, erased. Like, yeah, you're on about erased. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very similar character. I picked up that they were pretty much just the same person. I also yeah. disagree... To an extent, one thing that makes this interesting is the fact that I think the colours go bright on the sunny days and then it discolours and goes back to a grayscale palette on the rainy days and they like the rainy days. But then, as we go through, you'll see like it changes that they actually begin to like the sunny days, if you know what I mean. I think that is something that do, translates do, do to... Do they little... ever like the sunny days until mm, I don't think that comes through until right at the end but that's what I mean like they they that that might be his interpretation ending mm, yeah. for you maybe it opens with the month of June um and they've got tons of rain in June by the looks of it Takio it's not good for us he <laughs> he emphasizes the fact that he loves the rain this is because when it rains it gives him an excuse to skip class um I don't know how he gets away with that but he he says it's almost like a self-justification isn't it like it's raining i'm telling myself that i can skip when it rains because that's my excuse i used to jump in the moat at the walks on my way to school (laughs) like mom i'm far too wet to go to school today (laughs) i'm just gonna stay here but yeah this this guy he he loves the rain um because it's the time when he can tear away from that side of life and do his own thing and he always walks through the park. He always takes a stroll through the park. And is this the first time that he spots her? I, I guess we're supposed to see this is yeah. the first time. But he spots Yukari. And she's under the pagoda. The yeah, shelter. she's under the shelter. I'm going to call it a shelter because yeah, yeah. I'm not going to keep trying to A pagoda to is what it, it is. It is a pagoda, yeah. isn't it? But we'll go shelter. That's my word of the week done. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets one. <laughs> and the two of them, they just, they just sit in silence. While it's raining outside. He sits there, he, he draws in his notebook and he draws shoes and feet. And I did like the fact that when he goes to that place, because it's his place, he's like, 
who's this here? Yes. Who is this person invading my space, my, my place, public my space, and a pu- public park? No, but do you get okay. what I mean? He's like, used to having it on his. He's used to having it on his own. <laughs> he's used to having it on his own, and now there's a, a new person. That's the there. social aspect, right there. Like this is my space. You're invading my space. What's going on? And that's here? why they sit in silence to start yeah. with. And then he starts judging her as well, doesn't he? He believes, when he looks at her, he believes that he recognises her. He's not sure why or how, but he's like, she looks familiar to me. And he asks, he asks her, he's like, do I know you from somewhere? She's like, no, not at all. I don't know who you are. And she looks at him and there's a brief moment where she looks down at the emblem on his jumper. Um, and when she sees it, she stands up and she goes to leave. Uh, just before she leaves, she recites a tanka. Um, I will tell you about them in a second. So, did you write it down? Yes. Oh, good. She recites a, a tanka poem, uh, which is a right. So, a tanka poem. It's an ancient form of Japanese poetry, categorized by the number of syllables in each line, totaling thirty-one syllables. Traditionally, tankas are made about seasons, nature, desires, and feelings. So, tanka's just about getting fucking laid then. <laughs> no, it's just a, a poetry. It's just a yeah. form of poetry. Yeah, you use poetry to get into girls' pants. That's what poetry is for. And <laughs> is it? Did you not watch the Dead Poet Society? You, yes, to show it your fucking delicate is. intelligence. Like. Yeah. So what she says is, a faint sound of thunder, cloudy skies. Perhaps it will rain. Shall you not stay? And then she leaves. It's a bit confusing when I first saw this. I was so it's like, kind of like a haiku with different rules. Yeah, yeah it is. No, it's so an extended They do actually haiku. say when, yeah. when, when he passes it over to his brother and he's like, do you, do you recognise this later on? Because he writes it down, what she says to him. His, his brother goes, is that a haiku? And, he's, and he goes, no, it's, it's a tanka poem. So they do reference that it's not a haiku, it's a tanka. It's an extended haiku, it sounds like. It, it sounds like it's got four verses instead of two, hasn't it? Uh, it's it's well, all one to- line, isn't it? It has yeah. to total 31 syllables yeah. to make it a tanka. Because a haiku is just... Basically, two fucking, sections. Isn't why it? are they restricting the rules on fucking poetry? <laughs> Just make the last words rhyme. Rubber dub dub. <laughs> Give me a scrub. Right on the feet in my tub. <laughs> so we cut to Takio <laughs> dropping mad rhymes. <laughs> Takio at home. He's cooking, and we get an introduction to his brother very briefly. He's not in it for very long. Um, and he references where's mum and Takio goes oh she left a note saying don't come looking for me Uh, she's probably gone to go and find that guy again Um, she always chooses the wrong kind of boyfriends um, and it references the fact that she likes young guys so she always goes for guys that are like her kids age and things like that it's a very broken relationship by the sounds of this, but they don't really get into it. I much. think it's one they of those really ones where they don't really need to, but it's like yeah, I think it's one of those ones where they love the mum because it's your mum, yeah. but you don't approve of what she does, yeah, um, but and the, the way I, she lives. I but feel, to be fair, she doesn't need their fucking approval. No, she doesn't. No, but at the same time, it doesn't hurt to listen to people who are trying to help you. Sorry, I was getting very deep, <laughs> but it's not wrong, is it? Like. No, no, I just feel like this is only giving you backstory to what his story is, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's like they've oh, just yeah. said, oh, they've this mentioned this This has nothing thing. to do with her. Mm. This has everything to do with him. It's more, it's more about how distant he is with everybody around him, I think, than anything else. We see that Takio, in his house, he has like a whole setup, um, a cobbler's setup, 
to make shoes. He likes to sit at home and draw and craft shoes. But what an odd theme, by the way, that, that Makoto went with this. It's Yes, it was. Such an odd choice for some for a young person to do as well. It's Maybe yeah, that's why. Maybe that's why he went for it because it is an odd choice. I, th- I think it fitted around um, do what, what, you what want. he was trying to prove. Yeah, somewhat of what you want, and also there's like a running theme of and that they talk about of like finding your feet, mm-hmm. standing on your own. There's, it's all definitely not watching too many Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> why was his feet? He's got a foot fetish. Ah, no, really? that, that has been proven. every no, Tarantino movie that, ever that, that has got has, close-up of feet, and yeah. it's always massages and nails well done. That has been proven. And oh, even, even Ricky Gervais says Inglorious it. Inglorious Bastards. I've seen that, oh, that uh-huh. bit with the feet. Yeah, yeah. he I loves feet. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Okay, You've got to watch a Tarantino movie <laughs> differently now. I am. One of his movies, my favourite movie of all time, though. Django. Which one? Django Unchained. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a quality Django. movie. So good. Carry on. We're not going to talk about Django. No. So we cut to Takio. He's 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 at school. <laughs> he internally monologues about the fact that he hates school. He's not happy. He's not doing anything that he wants to do. And he also absolutely hates it when it's sunny because it gives him no excuse to disappear and do what he truly loves to do. Has he figured out the uh, secret to being out, getting out of school? Teachers don't notice you when it's raining. When it's raining. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he's never... We never see him get in trouble for once. never being there when it you rains. You see him once get called to the head teachers or to the... Yes, that, yeah, literally room, once, yeah. And they're like, we know what you're doing. <laughs> and he's like, yes. What are you going to do about it? It's still raining. So the next day it rains again. He goes to the park and once again he sees Yukari. Again, they sit in silence. They break the silence finally when he turns to her and he goes, so you're, I guess you're skipping work again today. Doesn't he drop his eraser? Yes. Because he's drawing her shoes. He's drawing he? her feet. Oh, is she? Because she's hanging the shoe off of her foot and he starts drawing the curves <laughs> of her feet. Jim's like, I didn't pay attention, did he? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Closes his notebook. <laughs> she... Uh, he says to her, like, I never see you eat at all when you're here. You're here for hours and you never eat. And then she's like, oh, no, I have my supplies. And she pulls open her bag and she's a bag full of chocolate bars. This is a woman who doesn't care. Eats beer and chocolate. Drinks beer. You know, drink, eats beer. <laughs> drink, <laughs> drinks beer, eats chocolate. I mean, the first part I'm in, I fucking hate chocolate, she, though. She's obviously, it's, it's the first sign that this woman is giving up. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> it is, though. It's, she's not even going to the trouble of making anything decent for herself to eat during the day. She's giving up. And that's the first indication that, that something isn't right with her. Note to self, never drink beer and eat chocolate around Sheenie. <laughs> You're all right. So, <laughs> are you giving up? So it's the, we cut, we find out that um, it's the first day of the rainy season, which means that these two are going to be hanging out a lot. And there's a montage of them and they meet most days. So every day it rains. So they're there every day. They hang out. They start interacting with each other. They start talking to each other. I did see in the montage, you see it as well, don't you? Where they sit really far apart at the start 
and then slowly as it starts moving through the season, they move closer and closer together. The more familiar is, they yeah, become with each other. More and more familiar. It's a, it's a, in, a, a representation physical, yeah. of what's going a on relationship. with a social. Yeah. A social it's a growing aspect, friendship is what yeah. it is. Absolutely, yeah. They so, know each other now. Takio, during the talks that he has with her, he tells her about his future, about the fact that he wants to be a cobbler and that he feels like his time at school is just being wasted and he's he's not doing what he wants to do. In fact, it gets so bad that he every day he almost prays for rain because he just doesn't want to be at school anymore. We never see him... It's not like he gets bullied or anything like that. He genuinely just, just doesn't, doesn't want to be does, there. He hates it. Yeah, he you can just, see he just doesn't enjoy it. He has no there. need for it. He, well, he feels like it's not necessary for him because he's not learning about what he wants to do with his future. That's not what school's for. And school's not about learning what you want. It's about learning the necessities and giving you the building blocks to be able to go and learn what you want. To a degree, yes. I get It gives you basic necessities That's what that it's everybody for. should have. But it, it does try to push it further. I think tries to uh, pigeonhole you into certain aspects and categories a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, if it's never personal, you you have to go do this career. If you you can't tell me now that schools don't try and pigeonhole you to go to sixth form or college, then to university. Well, it's legal obligation now, isn't it? It's a legal obligation for extended education for us. Yeah, yeah. but it is the case of like when you're at school, they're like, "Well, you'll go to university next." That's what it's for. Yeah, but you get a choice. School gives you the the opportunity to be able to go and specialize in what you want by having in a basic, broad term, yes, to have the basic knowledge to suit every. But role. it's never it's never truly specific to what you want. But university is. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, again, college isn't. I've never seen a teacher when I was at high school say become That's a, she went to become park. a. I never saw a teacher. Beca- right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw a teacher at our school go become a plumber. It was always go to university. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go to university. I want to be a foot therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a cobbler, mum. <laughs> I like fee. See, I thought a cobbler for a while was the people that made like cobble streets. You know that? Like cobbler pieces. I d- yeah, I know, I know where you're going with that. but that's, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a tanner. That you were on about the person that like no a tanner makes leathers yeah I thought like made yeah. leather shoes and that that's what it was uh, like. no they make like they le- make leather. leather clothing oh, just and actual sources. leather yeah they literally oh, okay. just make leather oh. the material itself well, you learn something new every day <laughs> don't you should have really paid attention at school to be honest <laughs> maybe I should have gone to university <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have gone to that pagoda every day so <laughs> what the bandstand again <laughs> during during Takio's inner monologues, he references the fact that through all the time he spent talking to Yukari, he's jealous of her. He says that he sees her as a real person. She's a worker. She's out there. She's doing stuff. He, I don't think he fully, yeah, just doing things. I don't think it's fully hit him that she fucking hates her work. He just goes, she's doing what she wants to do. She's a worker. Yeah, but she's a worker, but she's not working. She lives in as he references, a world full of secrets that I'm not in on because I'm stuck. And a world full of school. choice. Yeah. As well. Like she has the freedom to choose what she wants to do. Yeah. Oh, he, how little he knows. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts to another rainy day and we see Yukari and we see her leave her house and she goes back to the, it's raining. She goes back to the pagoda and she sees Takio there and it's the time when she leans over his shoulder and she looks at his book as he's drawing his shoes and things like that. 
for the first time, he's bought her lunch. This time, she decided to cook her own. It's the first time. There's so many subtle things in this, but mm-hmm. for once, she decided to look after herself and actually make her own lunch, even though she can't cook and it's horrific. She tried. And I, th- I think that's her first step to healing in this. I don't it's think very it's a, subtle. I don't think it's a step to healing. I think it's a step to normality. Yeah. I think the state of mind that she's in is just, I don't think it's the end of the end. I think it's just give up. It's like, it's like you're, I think you're, she was in that state when she was not bothering with sustenance, food. not a pleasure. And yeah. now I think she's seeing it as somewhat of a pleasure. Like, yeah. And it's not because of the food, it's because she's eating with someone. Yeah, company. It's not the yeah. food, it's it, the company yeah. that you keep. I think it. there's a very big difference between looking after yourself and prepping something to enjoy it with someone else. Yeah. It's not long after this that Takeo falls asleep. And while he's asleep, Yukari subtly under her breath turns to him and says, do you think it's too late for me? He doesn't hear it. He's asleep. But that's her. She's letting her guard down. That's a subtle hint to the audience about what else. There's something else going on here. We like, know, yeah, because we, we know, but like, yeah, yet. we haven't seen anything to do with it's, her. It's yet. a brilliant sentence, at least. You're guessing about what it is, though. It's such, a, it's such a, a sentence that could mean a thousand things. Yeah. Like, is it too late for you to do what? Right. Too late for you to end your life? Is it too late for yeah, you to absolutely. try? Is it too late it, for you to change careers? Go back to school? What? What is what too late? That's what leaves I think you that's, wondering. That's I think, the point, yeah. and I love that because. Yeah. It could be dark, it could be nothing. It could literally mean nothing, or it could be an entire personality in one sentence. Absolutely. It's it's such a fantastic choice of words. It was also worrying. When I heard it, I I was like... Yeah, I wasn't really worried. I thought thought she meant it from like a... To I think try in to, life. Yeah, to is get it my too life late back for me to, to try To get my life back on track. I, I, I won't be worried about that. Like working I, a dead-end job until you fucking keel over is not the worst thing in the world. But... I think that's where she was coming from. That's how I read it. Yeah. I think that's what that sentence is all about. Is you know, there's three different people in this room who would hear that sentence in three different, different ways. ways yeah. I think every single person would yeah. interpret it. Which is and why that, it's so good. And that right there is why Makoto Shinkai is amazing because yeah. three people took three different objective views on the same yeah. sentence, yeah. and it such was a just small so sentence. simple. Yeah. Such a small sentence as well. A nothingness. So, he did it again. Makoto Shinkai. <laughs> we need to get him on the podcast. We're, we're big enough now, right? <laughs> no. Ego-wise. But, <laughs> genuinely, Only two of if us. we could, could you imagine if we could, though? To, I, to, I'd have so many questions about that. To mind yeah. about like, the sources of inspiration he takes. Where yeah. does he get the inf- yeah, like, inspiration from these things? Because it's so well done. I just want to pick his brain on his musical choices. Like, oh, is yeah. that him? Is that a team? Does, yeah. does someone do it for him and then he just has final say? Music's think, such a big part of fucking I think, media for me that like, it's the first thing I notice and it's the one thing will, I take away and last. The, it sets the tone. It sets the tone for everything. It's, it's everything in a movie for me. If it hasn't got the right musical score to it, yeah. it's done. It's shit. Yeah. Like a John Williams or something it like that. It controls your yeah. emotions. It controls the way Yeah, like a, a Hans Zimmer. Way. I see Hans Zimmer mm. on a soundtrack. I'm fucking sold. Mm. I'm watching it. We cut to Yukari again. Um, she's at home and she's on the phone. She has called up her ex-boyfriend and it turns out that he works with her and she's talking about the fact that she's resigning from her job. Uh, and you hear him on the phone. He says, I think it's a good move for you. You're not happy where you are and it, this you doing this is the first sign that you're trying to get better. 
you know, that you're stepping away from this. This was so well played as well because you still have no idea where she works. No, absolutely like, not. He Nothing. turns around in that phone call and says, I'll speak to the boss. Yep, that is it. And also, he does mention right at the end of the phone call, he says, do you still meet the old woman at the park who you always talk to? So she has hidden from him this person. I mean, it's probably a good idea that she did hide it from him because of what we find out later. She knows from day one who this kid is. Yeah. He has no idea. But yet she still chooses to keep that relationship a mystery from him. Well, it's best because of what we hear later, isn't it, really? So that he treats her as a normal human being. Yeah, because imagine if you... Well, you wouldn't. Would you? Yeah, you if straight, you found you'd, out, you'd be a bit weirded out straight away, wouldn't you? And you'd be like, well, "What's she? What's she doing?" In the next scene, Yukari heads back to the park. It's raining. Uh, we're in July. She has bought Takeo a shoemaking book. She found an expensive shoemaking book, and as a gift, has given him the book. And he says to her that you know he wants to. He's going to use the book, and he's going to try and make um, a pair of women's shoes. That's the first thing he wants to hand make himself. Just quickly on that previous scene, you see the book in that scene? At this point, you still don't know what her job is. I took from my own thing that she was actually somebody who was in the shoe business. Because of the fact... Well, she had a book on shoemaking. She bought it for him. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't realise until that point because I was like, oh, maybe she's in the shoe business. People don't give books anymore. They really should. The what? People don't give books anymore. Yeah, they don't. I love books. I buy my own fucking books. I love books. books. I've got a shelf full of books right there, and every single one of them I bought myself. Having a book to hold and and to actually physically turn the pages makes you fall into that world easier than it would flicking on a a tablet. Yeah. 100%. I get more engrossed in it if it's physically in my hands. What about writing in books? Every book I give to people, I always write in in the front. Do you have a little message? Yeah, always. Don't write in books. I've given Fran like five, ten books now, and every single one of them has... A written message. Oh, that's a very nice sentiment. I've, I've, I've never given a book as a gift. I guess don't so. write books. So as he's flicking through the book, he talks about making a woman's shoe, and Yukari, she says, in a roundabout way, that she'd like that to be for her. You know, his first ever one. She'd like it to be for her, and it's at this moment when she offers her foot to him. It's. I thought you'd never Do you never know ask. what, right? <laughs> 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 She's just taken her underwear off. Do you know what? The right. sock is off. It's such a odd moment. Yeah. Fuck, it works. It shouldn't. It holds so much weird fucking emotion in these moments. And you're like, this is weird. But I'm buying into what's going on right now. Oh, he God, caresses two it. Two feet people he, now. <laughs> he caresses it. He measures them. He gets her to stand so he can draw an outline of it. This is all to, to go towards obviously making the shoe for her. <laughs> Jim's like, one of us, one of us. <laughs> she, she, she's like, no, no, I'm into it now. No, no. <laughs> the petite one, I, not be under a size five. <laughs> I could fully... Ab- <laughs> I fully appreciated this whole moment. Don't say moment. feet. For no, fuck. this, okay, this whole good. moment. There's no words Yeah, at it, all. It, it was sentimental, but... Again, all I saw was just some dude drawing around feet, and it kind of <laughs> threw me a little bit. I like it. That's what I took away from it the most, and that's not his fault. That's just because that's a run- on you. It's a running that's joke you. between between the seven that's and on three. You. I sat there in that moment and went, "The jokes that they're going to make later on." <laughs> so after 
these moments, Takio goes away and he says, again, in the internal monologue, he says that he, he has no idea who this person is. He doesn't, he, he, at this point, doesn't even know her name. He doesn't know who she is. The only thing he knows is that she's in pain. Yeah. He feels that and he, he understands that just from spending time with her. He knows that she's in pain. And for some reason, and he can't quite pinpoint it, at this moment in time, she's always on his mind. Don't sing. <laughs> I was so tempted. I was so tempted. <laughs> I looked at Jim and I was like, is he got it? Wait, I, I, I sat there. You're always on my mind. <laughs> We were sitting there and I looked, <laughs> I looked across and was like, mm, maybe. The next thing we find out is that rainy season has finished and the sun has come out. In December. I, I don't know how what long. What the fuck's up with September? I don't know. I don't know how long the rainy season has lasted. It when's September. summer in Japan? Um, August. Well, it's close to July, August. August before, I think so. or just before August. So I'm guessing it's the end of July okay. when the rainy season has ended. We see Yukari and we see that... She's sad because of the rain. She knows that Takio won't come if it's not raining. And she, well, <laughs> she still goes to the park. She still spends all her time there because it doesn't matter, <clears throat> rain or shine, she'll still go and sit in the park. And we cut to Takio and we see, yes, in fact, he doesn't go. He's like, the sun's out. I have to do other things. I have to go to school. <laughs> I have to get the guns out. <laughs> Fucking guns out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jim. August rolls around and he is in summer vacation. Also, when she's there on her own in the pagoda, uh, a couple turn up and start talking. And no, she, they she just say, oh, around. isn't it lovely? Yeah, and she here. turns around and she's like, it's different on sunny days. Because yeah. people are talking. There's actually activity there and discussion rather than just Misery. silence and sitting there with your own thoughts, I guess. And him. That's a bad and him, yeah. Isn't it? So... During summer vacation, Takio, he doesn't visit the pagoda. He doesn't go to the park. He spends all his time working. He gets a job. He works. He saves lots of money for whatever future he chooses to you go get, with. He you saves. get a picture, don't you, of like a course or something that is like 725,000 yen yeah. that he needs to save for, which is like... Uh, it's his ambition. Whatever yeah. he's looking to do, he now knows he's got to save money for it. I guess it's going to des- uh, designer school. Yeah. I guess. Some sort of art. Yeah, I would guess, like, material designer or something like that. I don't think you need that nowadays. What? I think it, the, the film is dated because of it. I think nowadays, like, the, the idea of being... No, I still think you untrained, untrained but talented is... He can draw, and he's... His skills are very rough at actually making, so he does need that guidance. I get what you're on about because a lot of people now do a lot of is vastly more important than actual. Do you think that trains the thing for craft though? Like making things with your hands, you still need to study. You still need to be an apprentice. You still need to watch a master work to understand. I don't think you could. I mean, fully do it yourself. Well, for Blink One Eighty Two, never had fucking music lessons. Became the biggest pop punk band ever. Mm. Green Day did the same thing. I think with artistic talent, I don't think you need someone to train you. I think you need to have perseverance, motivation, maybe. yeah, yeah, perseverance, and and actual sit down and I will do this for nine hours straight. I but get what I you're on about. I though. don't think it hurts though. To no, have I don't no, think it, it hurts. Have, like professional. But my guidance. idea with this character is he doesn't want to sit in a classroom, regardless of what the fuck it is, unless they're talking about something he wants. 
Yeah. yeah, but even then, if he goes to art school and everything, it, it's the same problem. Yeah, like, yeah, it'd have to be very specialised. It's kind of literally like, all I want to do is fucking... Shoes. Feet. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to make gloves. Just shoes. <laughs> I don't want to make gloves. They're just the feet of the... <laughs> the feet of the arms. I'm not interested. <laughs> They're much more sexier now. They're, they're the feet of the arms. <laughs> The natural enemy of the leg. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> at the end of his summer vacation, he does mention um, that he is missing and has missed the whole time Yukari. He's missed the person he would spend all his time with, and we also see that throughout all that time, he has been working on a pair of shoes. Um, we all know and could tell it was the pair of shoes for her. Yeah. They didn't look great at the time. I'm not going to lie. Well, he's, he says as he's making them, he turns around and says, I hope these will help her stand up and I hope these will help her find a way. It, it, I thought it was find her feet or something find like her, that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, in a roundabout way, but it's it's symbolic. He, mm. he believes that these shoes are symbolic. They're my magic shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Click them three times. <laughs> my mama said they'll take me anywhere. Yukari, we cut to her again, and she's still, like, drinking in the day. She's wallowing still. Uh, she references that she just feels stuck. Rolls around to September, and for the first time, we get the introduction to Matsumoto and Sato, who are the two school friends of Takio. They, they don't really say much, um, but there is a reason for all of that. Um, I will address that later. It's at this moment that he crosses paths with Yukari. They're at in the hallway school. and they cross over. And it's the first time you realise Yukari is quitting her teaching job and she works at the school that he is at. And they sort of pause uh, as they cross paths. Takio, through his friends and through the information he hears around school and the girls that were in her class... Mm. He finds out that she was being bullied by the older female girls in the class uh, to the point where they became jealous of her because she she was deemed as an attractive woman and pe- they would make up rumours that she was messing around with some of the male students and this, that and the other, making her life hell. Got around the parents and of course after that you haven't got a lot of chance at all. It's at this moment Takio turns to his friends and goes, who was it? Who made up these rumours? Do you see it coming? What he was going to do? I did not see this coming. No. I didn't see it coming in this movie. In fact, do you know what? To be honest, it's probably the most out of place piece in this do movie. Do you not think? I think it's powerful. I think. I think. It's, I think it's a powerful moment when when he opens the door and he confronts the bullies. When he slaps that girl, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sometimes <laughs> you just gotta slap a bitch. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, the you know, the big dude standing there with his jock jacket on. And his shoulders wider than a fucking barge. Biff. Biff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he tries to confront him as well and, like, Biff just kicks the shit out of him. But it's all about sending a message. <laughs> he did what he thought was right. Yeah. Do you think when he heard about her and realises who she is and what she's, she's going... Because he knew she was in pain. So when he finds out that this is what's happening to her, this is who she is, finally, 
Do you think he has a realisation that he cares for her and that's what forces him to go and confront these bullies? I don't think it's a realisation. No, think he, he knew. He knew. He knew that he there's cared no, for her. There's yeah. no click moment. It's a very... But this is... The entirety of the movie so far has been the build-up to him... Yeah, but is this having not... Having a bond with this woman. There's no on-switch moment. Is he taking this as an opportunity, though, to make a physical show I mean, like, of... Prove himself. Maybe. Yes. No. This woman is in pain. Or is he just I know angry? I think he's, he's just... angry. I think he's because acting he's seen, like a fucking school kid. Yeah. yeah. He's seen the outcome of this pain. And he's like, well, I'll go and deal with it. But it's not his to deal with, realistically. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, nothing would be solved from his actions at all. Yeah. But he... He's only reinforcing them that he's the fucking kid. Yeah. That she's bo- boning around with. Well, he reinforces to them because they turn around and go, oh my God, you're in love with her, aren't you? That's why you're doing this. That's why you're making a show of it. You know, he's just... He's made his situation worse for himself. We cut to him. He's beaten up. He's bruised. He's got about seven plasters on his face and he's walking through the park. I have questions. <laughs> Listening to Busted. Why are there plasters on his face? What are they doing? I, <laughs> what are they doing? They stop the bleeding. Yes. For, uh, mm. That's what. That's what. I'm sorry. Band-Aids. I've never got hit and then been like plaster. Unless he's got cut open, you've clearly not been hit hard enough. Well, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Where he went, they slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Good Football. sir, I challenge you to a duel with a glove as well. With a sock. <laughs> of soap so we see Takio he's patched up and he's walking back through the park again but this time it's a normal day sun's out <laughs> would you stop Fucking pointing to your, your guns away <laughs> and he spots Yukari she's by the lake and as he goes up to her he recites a tanka poem a faint clap of thunder even if rain comes not I will stay here together with you it's the other half of that tonka. it's the answer yeah. to her tonka. Yeah. it's it's almost a roundabout way of saying stay with me it's i've got you don't that's it yeah absolutely all of a sudden there's thunder and just this heavy downpour of rain just sweeps over the park they did this real well by the way because mm. that sort the of heavy looks, thunderstorm yeah, brilliant i've seen it before we've all seen it's it before typhoon. like that yeah and it's bloody it's, well it's, done yeah it's a typhoon that sweeps in Heavy rain, heavy wind, and they run and they take shelter back under the pagoda. We cut then to them both. Uh, so it looks like Yukari has, yeah, she's taken Takio to her house. And they both cook a meal together and they both turn around and internally say to themselves, this is the happiest I have ever been. After the meal, Takio, this is the moment when he turns to her um, very quietly at first and he says that he says I love you to her he says I can't help it I can't help that I have fallen in love with you this is when she turns to him and says because he says her name and she says no that's miss she she (laughs) puts her teacher's hat back on again and she goes I'm moving I'm leaving next week like this, this, this isn't going to happen. I, I'm leaving. I, I'm going to go somewhere else and try and start again. Which is good. She wants to walk on her own. She doesn't want him there. She doesn't want to rely on this, this, this school kid. Weird relationship. 
It's not well. Mm-hmm. She's obviously a young teacher. I would. I would That's assume still a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, if that was here, that kid's. Sometimes it doesn't 16. matter who exactly is there to help you get back on your feet. Yeah, but the difference between helping and being romantic. Oh yeah, involved. no, absolutely, and and that's why I think she's like, no, you know, I I need I need to stand on my own. I need a job and a lack of a criminal record. Thank you. <laughs> this would not look good on a CRB. <laughs> <laughs> so Takio, here in this, he gets up, gets his stuff, uh, clearly upset by her response, and he goes, I I think it's best that I leave. And he leaves, and Yukari sits there on her own for a little while. Uh, she sort of goes through her head the, the Tanka poems and, and his reply and, and a quick flash through their time spent together, and she starts to cry. And it's almost like, like a realisation hits her and she just runs for it, like takes off after him. Uh, barefoot, on those slippery steps, and she slips, and I thought, oh, here we go, this could be bad. Well, I thought that might be the way this finishes. <laughs> could and, you oh, imagine? wow. It's all a dream from a coma. She just falls down (laughs) some stairs and that's the end. She turns a corner and Takuyo is there. He's on the staircase. And this is another powerful moment in this program, in this film, where he says to her, he's like, I hate you. And he just, these waves of emotions just flow over him constantly and, and... He's trying to... I don't, it's very hard to pinpoint what he's trying to do. Trying to ignore the feelings that he's already said that he's got. He's trying to blame her for things and... It's lashing out. Yeah, trying to push yeah. it away. It's a child's response. Mm. Yeah. But he's also pointing out her flaws yeah, at the same do time. Don't do like, that. <laughs> for God's sake, men of the world, don't do that to a woman. For the love of God. She, she runs at him and they embrace uh, and they're both very upset. And she says to him, you saved me. And that's where that ends. We get the credits um, and then we get the after credits bit. So we see that Takio has continued. Go- this is probably the uh, one of the only movies that I've stayed because I was like, this is not done yet. There's going to be something extra after the credits. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's in like a, one of these no, anime actual- ones. And wanted to say, <laughs> like, yeah, something purposeful to it instead of like, what are you doing here? The movie's finished with his woman. <laughs> Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. So we see that Takio has, he's continued his life. Um, he's, he's gone through school. He's, he's done his exams. He's moving on. Back of his head, though, he's always thinking of Yukari. We see that he still goes to the park. It's snowing and he still goes and sits under the pagoda. Um, and he sits there and He's got in his hand a letter from Yukari um, saying sort of just sort of says like, this is where I'm at. And, you know, I hope you're doing well. I've got a new job and everything. And he turns and he pulls out of his bag a pair of shoes, handcrafted shoes that he's made. And he leaves them in the pagoda. Again, I interpreted that as a indication of her standing on her own and moving on. He's almost like... I think the shoes, the letter is her moving on. The shoes, I think, is him letting go. I, I don't think he's let her go. Simply because right at the end, he says, when we see her teaching in the classroom, wherever she is now, he turns around and says to himself that he hopes one day, once he's on the path he wants to lead, that path will lead him back to her. Yeah, that's just hope, though. 
That does like it is. It's almost like a blind hope, but if it depends how strongly you feel, I guess. Like if this person meant so much to him, then he'll fight tooth and nail to find her again. I genuinely believe that. Or is it one of those? We'll we'll meet again in another life when we're both cats. Possibly when we're both cats. No man. Not me and an ex used to say. <laughs> Quite possibly. And uh, that is the end of the Garden of Words. Final thoughts. It's a strong movie. It it doesn't really need much more than that. It is just a very solid, strong... It's not the best one he's done. It's probably the worst one he's done. But it's still fucking phenomenal. His track record is impeccable. I mean, compare it to Weathering With You and Your Name, it might just about fall short from them. Yeah, that's I what would I agree. Mean. Like, it, But it is... Only just. Like saying it's the worst I, one he's done does not make just. it bad. No, no, no. It no, just no. means that out of, you know, yeah, in the yeah. pecking order of things. I don't think he's done anything bad. No. No, absolutely I not. I just feel no. like. But this, putting him in pecking yeah. order, this is at the bottom of the list. Yeah. So far, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, I, I did prefer Weathering with You and Your Name more. I just think they're better, fuller stories, and the theme of the movie is very concise they have they have gripping storylines a bit more and i think you know. they explain emotions better in those movies than they do in this one this one you kind of leaves you guessing you what have, they're thinking you have to really dig deep to yeah. realize what the messages are in and this the other film. ones don't they do a, they do the opposite they yeah. give you very simple ways to understand very complex emotions and this one wants complex emotions yeah no i understand without that. spoon feeding them to you yeah i disagree on that i feel like this one's a lot of supposition on your own part, like you project yourself Absolutely. into this story. You you have to dig for that and go, I think this is what it's trying to say. And that's perfect. Everybody's like, gonna think differently about it. That's that, the thing yeah. with this. That's but that's not his track record. His track record is this person's no, got this. A problem. lot of it is yeah, that he yeah, gives no. you emotions and put, translates them to you in a very easily digestible way. This one instead is this is what is happening. I will let you think about what you want to put into this story. Which I think lets it down. Just a little bit. No, yeah, I, I, think, I, I, don't I think, think it makes it better. I don't it better. necessarily I think it, it makes it better. I, I don't think it makes it better because it's I like different. the fact that he explores negative emotions and mindsets and spoon feeds them to people that wouldn't normally pay attention to someone or a movie like that. Yep. And this movie doesn't... It does do that, but it doesn't do it as... Can we can we at least say what we know it is about? It's about social anxiety. Um, so, isn't it? When you do look into it and you you sort of you, you think about it and you read other people's theories and things like that, because I did have a little bit of look and research and and the general consensus amongst the people who've watched it is that it's him showing the struggle people have with society and public space. And that with these two, they are getting to know each other outside of society and public space. And social norms. Yes. It's just two people who sit away from everything. And it's about a genuine connection between two people without the constraints of, I work with this person, so maybe I should be friends with this person. Or We don't know, know anything about each other, basically. Absolutely, so. yeah. It's more, it's more raw than that and... Hmm. Yeah, it's getting to know someone outside of the public space. That's the general consensus of it. And I don't think it's a love story either. No, I want to throw not. it out there. I think it's no, a connection story. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's I th- a friendship. I don't think it's a romance. Again, like, I agree. Like, somewhat like Silent Voice did. 
Yeah. Um, where it was, you couldn't outright say it was this is love. Because it had so It was much... definitely love. I yeah. just don't think it was romantic mm-hmm. love. No, I don't was, think yeah, it was there's in... deeper it w- stuff to it. Than it it than... was a, a much... It's a better kind. But as well, though, if you want to see it like that, you can see it like that. But it's all down to personal interpretation it is, absolutely. of absolutely. But when you understand that this is about two people who, outside of the public social game of life, have got to know each other and, and, and also, care for each other and help each other. And also... The fact that they're ignoring their own problems and dealing with their own problems as well, because he doesn't want to deal with the fact well, that he I, needs to make well, choices about it. I think it's it. two they, people with the same problem at different ages, yeah. and how yes. they both look at the exact same thing from very, very drastically yeah, different absolutely. points of view. And what he sees her as this kind of like, oh, my future's hopeful if I do what I want to do. Yeah. She looks so happy. And she sees this youthful kind of lad that's like, I wish I could go he has, do he that has a, again. He has, he has dreams a, yeah. he has and aspirations. Yeah. He knows I, what he wants to do It's with not his that life. they fill in each other's gaps and help each other out. I think it's accidental. They're at mm-hmm. different moments. It is. They're at different moments they are. in their, their lives. Like, she's at the point where she's like, is this what I want to do? Have I made the right choice? Am I too late to change yeah, it? Yeah, am I too late to change it? While he's at the point of, Am I ever going to be able to do what I want to do? Yeah, absolutely. Two different points but on the same scale. And they it's never, so well done. They never outright to each other express these problems. No. no. It, it's almost like they, they help each other by just... Unknowingly. Yeah, being there. Just being there. Just general conversation else. leads to... Epiphany. A realisation for yourself. It's an epiphany for themselves. Absolutely. And, and that's what gives it the deeper meaning. But yeah. also... He only gets round to his way of thinking and what happens with him because of the fact that it's forced on him by him seeing her at the school. He gets the realisation that, okay, I know things weren't right. This is why it wasn't right. Okay. And he starts thinking about that more, doesn't he? Because at that point, he, he knows something's not right, but he ignores it. He, but he tries like, to uh, fix it. Yeah, he tries to fix way it, though, as well. Yeah. But as a as a younger person like like he is a school kid he has read these feelings as what he thinks is love yeah because i think think he thinks it's an on and off switch for romance or not romance yeah yeah absolutely it's mates or it's nothing whereas to her that's kind of it yeah to her it's not romantic with him not at that point at least but she is like but it's you have helped me it's it's care you know you you saved me like not love is care yeah. yeah, there's some love involved. It just It's not the type it's of love... It's not developed in that yeah. way. It's, it's not what this child thinks it is. He thinks he's in love with his teacher and wants to run away with her and marry her and be with her for the rest of his life. <laughs> and he, she's like, I've got a really good friend who I adore here. Yeah, That's I, what I, I go to school for. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Cabeth's there is, feet. There is, um, <laughs> there's one more thing this movie touches upon that I'm going to raise. And it's about... Toe hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> Wash those tootsies. No, it's, it's a style um, that Makoto has picked while doing this film. And it's all based around dialogue. So in this film, there is a very small amount of dialogue. He minimises everything that is said within this 40 minutes, 45 minutes. But what is said is crucial. It's every Every single moment that there is dialogue in this it is meant to necessary. be necessary it is meant it's to be n- there. it's Actually, not fluff 
actually no. thinking about it. But that describes the entire movie altogether, yeah. why it's 40 minutes. Yes. yes. Thinking everything ab- in it is, is a Crucial. complete lack of fluff. Everything in it is po- important. Absolutely. Thinking about it, I only remember 10, 12 sentences outside of the garden. He has a tiny bit of um, family connection Barely. dialogue. He um, has like two sentences. He's yeah, like, yeah. where's mum? But it's, in, it's impactful. It's important to him as a person. It builds a backstory for him so you understand him more. Everything in this is important. When he sees his friends, I mean, he's, you know, they're voice credited, Masumoto and Sato, you know, as, as two of the most important characters in this film. They are in it for five minutes, not even. But what they have to say is so important to him and the and background to his character of the story, yeah. the building of the story. Every single word in this there's a distinct is lack crucial. of characters in this movie. Absolutely, it's like a it's distinct built around like two people. Characters. It yeah. is just two people. I'm trying to saying, think of another movie that's done that. I think there is. I, I can't remember um, the name um, of it. Um, 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 it's the guy from what is it? Thingy Sarah and. There's a movie that's Something almost... Of Something's Infinite Playlist. I, I can't remember what it is, oh, but there called, is definitely but... a movie that I've watched before and it's just two people. Kat Dennings was in it and... Some, John, some, some, filmmakers, some filmmakers do do this. Some filmmakers will make a film entirely revolving around one person. Cast Away with Tom Hanks. Oh, that was is so a, is good. It's a huge example of just one man and his acting ability. You know, yes, okay. There's a few characters right at the start and a few characters right at the end, but the, the bulk building. of the, yeah, absolutely. But the bulk of the film is just the amazing acting of Tom Hanks. One man struggle, so, and that's it against his own mentality, isn't it? In that think movie. of that movie, it's a powerful movie. Yep. Most movies that designate one to two characters and only focus on that are powerful films. Super powerful, and give you a small scope to the movie as well. Absolutely. Because that's all this has given you. It's given you a small scope of two people with two problems at very different ends of the scale. And it makes it powerful. It's just all the, all the methods you chose, the lack of dialogue, the powerful dialogue, the underlining meanings about society is just... It makes him one of the best directors and writers of anime films I've ever seen. Or I, animated I films. Just say animated films. What, I just what, say films. What Western film is doing that? A films. I'm saying films because I mean, uh, I wouldn't go that far. No, like no. But Nemo's he's up a there. Good film. Yeah, as animated films go. But. No, but I'm, I mean, as in like he's up there with those sort of filmmakers, the ones that make you feel things and uh, can translate looking, them I mean, across I all never, films. I never highlighted the, dra- uh, the genre of this. I forgot to do it, but it's signified as a drama slash romance. Which, it does make sense. I get it. More so drama than romance. I yeah. think drama, yeah. Mm, yeah. It's nice of life as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we see day-to-day living. I was going to say, it's, yeah, anything day-to-day, like his summer vacation um, and the time they spend together through the rainy season. But it's not a long movie, so you're not going to get a lot of it. No, it's a yeah. very quick flash montage. That's it. That I, wanna say, I think it. he's wasted making anime movies. You think, I th- I think you think he could branch into bigger I things? I think his scripts are, are far too big to I would, be I concentrated would... on such a, a small audience. That or maybe, to, yeah. maybe people need to, need to have a realisation that something like yeah, an anime a... film now. has more meaning to it and would resonate, but resonate tried more that to that it. Okay. it didn't okay. work. I'm going to try and say something that you might find controversial. Why is not one of his movies 
at one of the Golden Globes or something. What, as in uh, up for an Oscar for yeah. an animated film? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why are these not up there? Because this... Because I mean, if you saw your name... Because or, it's, not, it's not worldly... It's not Western. Yeah, it's not Western. And that and it's it. a huge... Unfo- That's what I mean. The art form that he's chosen, although well-respected amongst the fans of the art form, yeah. lets him down. Which is so unfortunate. It, because he's, he's a big fish in a little pond. He could do so much. But he could much. do so well yeah, but things in a like bigger fucking lake. Parasite and The Pianist and stuff like that have all won... South Korean yeah. films yeah. and things like that are doing yeah. very well. But uh, there's now. also a trend of them. There's also it's not animated, so they're not seen as kids' movies. Because that's ultimately the problem. You, if you go to the cinema to watch an animated movie, you're going to walk away with a Pixar or a Disney movie or a DreamWorks, and you you that you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a fun, funny, yeah, charming art style. I don't that's about hasn't, it. But hasn't not, Frozen won a blooming? For soundtrack, I think, yeah. Yeah. But Anima- not- there is an animated category in the Oscars. Now it's very there new. There is now, um, yeah. thingy it's very new, it, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. But in, it, it's, in Canto. Yeah, I I just think he, he needs to maybe I don't want to say adapt one of is his he late? to a Western. Movie. Is he late to the party on No, this, I then? think he's no, drastically no. too early. Oh I no, sorry. He, this, I mean, this, yeah, guy, sorry. this guy is early to he's pioneering anime as an actual creditable genre and art form as much as it should be stood next to film that's what i meant that's what i meant sorry i meant is he too early this is as impactful as a film it is easily and that's what i mean like his the problem you've got is his art style and the way that the films look are drastically important to the movie themselves yeah moving that to a real life version even if done well will never be the same no you'll lose what's important the charm will be gone. Yeah. The message and the movie and delivery could all be fantastic and they would all be the same. But yeah. the charm would be gone. Without putting some sort of, you know, art style on top of a, a, <coughs> a, a, a real life movie and making it so it's, you know, it's got a filter on it that blends yeah. some of that out. And you've got to be very careful with that stuff. There was that Keanu Reeves one that fucking bombed where they filmed the movie and then animated over the top of every single fucking frame. Black and white? No, no, I don't know what it was called, but yeah, it, that's why. It wouldn't. I wouldn't want him to do it anyway. No, I'd want him to give it a go. Would you? I'd I want him know. to give it a go, but I, I wouldn't want him to do it with. What about this? Animate most of the movie, but then certain scenes, it goes back to the real world. I mean, if you did that, you'd have to. You're ending up with a, an aha video, but <laughs> you're also you would have to incorporate incorporate that some way into the theme and emotions that you're trying to portray yeah i just it feels like a story from an anime or something it's 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 vastly disappointing that people can't appreciate why the genre what he does yeah just what what anime can do do you he is a perfect example of what anime can do it's a lack of exposure for the genre that's the problem i think I, i don't know if i hit if I heard but, it right, but Netflix are, dr- are going down the path of dropping animes again. Yeah. You know, they, they were introducing anime. Because and, and, and that introduced a lot more people pe- to yeah, anime. Their in-house studio don't make good. No, they don't. Unfortunately, that, that's a big problem Yeah, unfortunately, they're falling short with their own type. The, yeah, you know, yeah. they're trying to recreate Avatar, The Last Airbender. The yeah, o- no. Probably, arguably, the only good Western yeah. anime-style cartoon. Death Note, the movie. And it's 
it's not working for well, that was a live adaption yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was no, still it's made another, by it's them. another example of them trying to, to deal Avatar with the anime did so well and it was so good yeah and it was made in America by an American studio it can be done it, it can, can be, be done, done. for I feel like it audience. is being done more though they're trying you know, we're in early days of transferring that media. The to... popularity has skyrocketed. Yeah, I mean, don't get me now, wrong. Now, but... we've got finally, in the last maybe five years, we've got past the stage where if you go, do you like anime? Oh, you uh, like someone, tentacles. Someone else doesn't, their response isn't automatically, yeah, I've seen Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Or, and I was like, <laughs> Great. you watch anime. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's kind isn't of that it. just cartoons? It's like, yeah, I watch Cowboy Bebop on Cartoon Networks. So, well, pe- people you know, can't see the difference. People can't see the difference between an anime and a cartoon, and that yeah. that just Dragon Ball Z me. is very much a cartoon. So yeah, yeah, the style is anime. Yeah. I would I would argue. So is Pokemon as yeah, such. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Yeah, very much a cartoon. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, cartoon, Beyblade. I think there is a distinctive difference. What that is is very blurry. But I think there is a distinctive difference yeah, between an anime and You can't a take one of Makoto Shinkai's works and say that's a cartoon. Yeah, can't. I mean, you can, but it's not that it doesn't sound right, does no. it? No. And technically it is a cartoon. It's an animation, which is anime, but it, it it's it, its own genre. It doesn't though. do it justice, no, does it? Absolutely not. Yeah, I absolutely mean you're you're not. trying to put it up there with I mean, it's better than Toy Story, arguably, and that's fucking probably one of the best animated movies of all time. And this guy's Fucking out swinging it. Yeah. Film after film. Toy Story didn't do that. No, no, fucking no. Toy Story no. 3 was a pile of shit. No. Disney just... and Pixar are not in the same realm anymore. D- as let's what be this honest, is. Disney could make something that was average and people would love it. Because oh, it's yeah, Disney. because it's Disney. Frozen. Frozen. Frozen <laughs> was average. I did like people the mu- loved music, it. though. I did like the music. <laughs> no, we liked Elsa. Yeah, but the highest grossing um, Disney film animated film is Frozen 2 yeah is it? do you remember any of the songs I've never even seen it exactly it's literally the highest grossing animated film I've ever seen that made. movie I have I watched Frozen at the cinema at least 10 times at least 10 times I don't remember a fucking scene in the second one not the first one. Oh, the first one. Oh, no, I don't I, remember. I can, recall, I can recall the whole of the first film and the songs were good don't get me wrong yeah. the second film which is the highest selling animated film ever made I can't recall many of the songs I can't remember, I can't remember any I can't remember a fucking scene in the second one. Nope. First one, I could arguably remember some bits. Yeah. Second one, I don't remember a fucking... Nope. Do you know why? I feel like people watch Disney and Pixar and stuff like this when they're young, and then they translate it into their late teens. There is not a defined section for late teens, is there? There isn't what? like... A- anime, for me, is a late teen thing. Some of them. Or a teen thing. Some of them. I think you get... Oto teens, late teens... I think you get some that are obviously uh, certain things like Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, things like that. They have younger generation, yeah, did, Digimon yeah. and stuff like that. No, but and I don't think yes, okay, they show their age. But by that point, think, unless you I actively think, go for it, you don't go to anime because you've been so used to watching your Disney's and your Pixar. That's what I think yeah. this guy does. He's creating anime for an audience that's grown up watching anime and now Absolutely. now adults. Yep. Yes. yes. And, and, you know, no one else is doing that. And he uh, hits they, topics. They, they, they see know. grown-up animes as, oh, that one's got blood in it, and that one's got tits in it. And so it's for adults. No, no, this is an adult anime. That's a fucking teenager's anime. Yeah. There's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, Shimonita. Yeah. Yeah, that's a teenager's anime. Yeah. That's when you're 15. You've got yeah. your mates around. You're like, have you seen this? Yeah, Have yeah. you seen this? And the thing is, as well, Disney funny. never... And I'll say this. They don't really ever go for these hard-hitting subjects 
or topics. Arguably, they do they big, do. They do big do. topics, they, but they, they don't. They, do, they take a stab at it. Um, Encanto was all about family, but they've got to be um, very careful. Fro- Frozen with the way was they all do about um, the relationship. Again, family. Again, there's a lot of family. family La familia family, family. is in all a of lot, this. A lot, a lot, a lot of the time. Finding Nemo is family. But that's because it is uh, based on family. Of course it is. Well, this is not. No. This is based around personal feelings. Disney did that. Inside Out. What if your feelings had feelings? Oh, see, that's a great movie, though. And I feel it's underrated. It's it's, it's It's underrated. It's it's all right. Underrated. It's a good good film. I won't watch it again. It was all right. It's a nice... But that's my experience of, of... Pixar, yeah, yeah, through and through Pi- is obviously it was Pi- all right. And Pixar with studio. the exception of Cars, because Cars is fucking great. <laughs> all right, Brother Bear, Brother Bear is fantastic, but it's not Pixar. It's Disney. It's Disney. Oh, but is it? Yeah, one of Disney. Disney's oh. most yeah. underrated movies ever. The sequel is shit. Yeah, but Brother Bear is fan fucking fantastic. But again, very good. Family. family. Yeah, it's all about it's all La Familia. That's always. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's give him a rating. For right. a garden of words. Oh, Jim. I'm going to struggle here mm. because I enjoyed the movie. It was I really good. I can't quite recall what we gave. I've got a number in my I've got a number in my I've got a number in my head. I'm sure things like Weathering With You and Your they, they, they started eights, with a nine. They got eights eight and, and nines and, and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, so um, go ahead. I think I'm going to go with a 7.9. I was, was, was going to round it to an eight. An eight? Are you going for an yeah, eight? I was you round it would you like to round it to an eight? Yeah, go on. We'll go <laughs> round an eight. To an eight. I would give it an eight as well. Yeah, not the, not the best work, but fuck me, it's a must watch. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And, Put it on and, your list. And it's 45 minutes long. Yeah, you've including got, credits. You've got time to watch you've got this. It. It's an episode of Summit. I just, ha- yeah, absolutely. It's an extent, it's a Game of Thrones episode. Less yeah, than a Game of Thrones episode. But it's like, worth watching more than Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, final season, absolutely. No, nah, all of Game of Thrones is shit. Oh. The Witcher is better. I haven't seen season two. What, The Witcher? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've You're the biggest th- Witcher fan in this room. I know, I've seen season, season one. The fuck is wrong with you? I know, I know. I've, it's on my list. He's <laughs> too busy watching animes. No, it's too busy playing Life is Strange now. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. It is strange. <laughs> so... Garden of Words gets the Summoning Boys 8 out of 10. Did you whip the calculator out for that one? I didn't need to. We all gave it an 8. <laughs> that's why he does it now. He's like, shall we round it out? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> mode, bitch. <laughs> and on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we do the first part, episode 1 to 6 of grayson's choice the anime blood bun why you got to point out we don't point out everyone else's choice God, except no, space I, candy which I, was my choice i've never heard of this one <laughs> neither have i, I just if you've got Googled any vampires. if you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at how not to summon or you can join our discord at how not to summon a podcast or go to our website at how not to summon.com i've been shini senpai i've been jim i've been grayson see you later guys see ya Tara.